I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, October 13th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals for our fact of the day. Boris Johnson, the former Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, is expected to make $250,000 per speech as the former British light leader follows others that came before him to become a one-man corporation of speaking and memoir writing. Honestly, those are probably two of his favorite pastimes. He's kind of going back to what he was good at before even becoming prime minister. But I will say this, because I wouldn't spend that much to see Boris Johnson speak or to have him speak at my event. But what I would do and what you could do is you can hear Jay and I speak for a lot less at the upcoming Bet on Canada Summit. We're doing a live podcast recording. It's on November 8th and you can buy tickets in the bio. And I'm telling you, it's going for a lot less than a quarter of a million dollars. All right, Peak Pals, so we've got some great stories for you today. For our first story, nuclear power is having a comeback. For our second story, Meta releases a new VR headset. And for our last story, there's a backlog of PR applications. For our first story, you can definitely call it a comeback. Nuclear power is back in vogue, Peak Pals. Canada-based Cameco and Brookfield Asset Management's Renewables Division have buddied up to buy nuclear company Westinghouse Electric for $7.9 billion amid a global frenzy to find climate-friendly alternatives to Russian energy. This is all per the Wall Street Journal. Now, let's start with why this matters. So as the war in Ukraine continues to destabilize energy markets, Western nations have come around on nuclear power after moving away from it in recent decades. Countries pulled back on building new reactors after the accidents in Three Mile Island in Pennsylvania in 1979 and Chernobyl in 1986 added to existing safety concerns over radioactive waste storage, which still remains controversial. Now, high-profile accidents have also made nuclear seem more deadly than it actually is. A terawatt of electricity from nuclear is tied to 0.03 deaths, including disasters and workplace accidents, which makes it second only to wind in terms of safety. Now, those concerns seem less important to policymakers as governments search for a way to achieve so-called net zero goals without pushing energy prices further through the roof. Now, for many countries, the immediate alternative to nuclear power is not solar or wind, but it's actually coal, which is one of the dirtier energy sources around. Plus, the International Energy Agency says it expects global nuclear power capacity will have to double by 2050 for the world to reach net zero goals. But the transition to more nuclear energy will also present some serious labor challenges. Having shunned nuclear energy for years, most Western nations are short on managers and workers with experience building and running reactors. Now, to zoom out, and Jay isn't here, so I'll do the noise, high energy prices mean governments are coming around on nuclear like that exit did you dirty. Ontario is extending the life of plants. The UK is building its first in decades, and France is funding six new reactors. Even nuclear-shy Germany is at least thinking about it. For our second story, a Zoom call is convenient, sure, but it lacks that certain je ne sais quoi that can only get through an in-person meeting. So that's why Meta is betting the companies will pay $1,500 for the company's new Quest Pro virtual reality headset, and it's pushed to bring the metaverse to what we're going to call the corporate verse. Here's what's happening. So the headset includes face sensors that help visual avatars copy facial expressions like smiles or eye rolls, though perhaps best to hide the latter from colleagues, I'll say that much. Although I don't do it often, I'm more of a straight shooter. But recent Quest Pro reviews know that the virtual reality VR technology is now good enough to make you feel like you're actually interacting with other people. Ben Thompson and Stratechery said that one meeting in particular stands out to me, adding that his complete memory of the meeting involves being in that virtual room. Trippy. Microsoft has signed on to a partnership that will bring its suite of enterprise products to Meta's Quest Pro, 
which should make the VR hardware more useful for businesses. But the use cases for VR at work are still TBD since it'll take companies adopting new processes and buying a bunch of pricey headsets as many push for a return to office. Other more specialized applications might be more interesting. Architects, for example, could examine 3D renderings of their buildings in VR. And in terms of why it matters, Meta is at the forefront of building VR tech for the mass market. But its focus on building for large organizations suggests its adoption may begin in the workplace. For our third story, yes, there is a labor shortage, and it doesn't help that thousands of highly skilled immigrants are leaving the country because their work permits have expired amid a bureaucratic backlog that just won't go away. Here's what's driving the news. So experts believe that there are now tens of thousands of skilled immigrants waiting in limbo to get approved for permanent residence visas who may be forced to leave the country when their temporary work permits expire. Now, this is all per reporting from the Globe and Mail. And here's why it's happening. So during the pandemic, the federal government faced a steep shortfall of newcomers. So they loosened requirements for people applying to become permanent residents of Canada. And it worked. Canada hit its immigration target for 2021, but that produced an avalanche of paperwork and a processing backlog that still hasn't been cleared. Now, newcomers who would normally breeze through the process are stuck waiting for their permanent residence applications to be processed as their temporary work visas and closer to expiry. Now, in terms of why that matters, the growth of the Canadian economy relies heavily on the growth of the immigrant population. But in 2021, ambitious targets for PR invitations, which offer a path to citizenship, were prioritized at the expense of processing high-skilled applicants today. Now, Mika Lalonde, a partner at McCree Immigration Law, told the Globe and Mail, we are now in a situation where tens of thousands of individuals who are integrated into the labor market, the perfect individuals to stay here forever, that they have to leave, which is crazy peak pals. She keels on to say, if you happen to be in the applicant pool when the score was lowered to 75, you plainly got lucky. If you were in the pool during the pause and your score was high above the old average of 450, it didn't matter. You had to sit and wait. Now, to zoom out from this, the government has offered some support for people with expiring work permits, like generous extensions. But with plans to admit a total of 1.2 million new permanent residents by the end of 2023, it just might not nearly be enough. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review? And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. 